Hello and welcome to the Mixer Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip hop from boom bap to trap. We are a group of hip hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. For tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about Megan Thee Stallion's new project, Something for the Hotties. We're also going to be giving our stream or no stream for Big Sean's new project, What You Expect. And we're also going to be doing our segment, The Flavor. You can follow us on social media at Instagram, which is Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mix Era Rap P-O-D. You can follow us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. Again, Mix Era Rap. All right. So let's jump into it with our girl, Megan Thee Stallion. Bitch is young, Tina Snow, the nastiest freak you know. Bust through the walls, breaking the inner. How many licks do you get to the center? How many times have I heard that a nigga a dog was scared when he played with the kid? How many times have I heard that somebody lasts long? These niggas ain't lasting a minute. How many times have I heard that a nigga was big, but niggas as small as a egg shaker, leg shaking, hit it to the bed, breaking, bed spinning, talk to it. What you wanna tell, make it. You safe and to keep me up, yeah, nigga, we'll see. All right, so there we go. We got uh, Megan there with Eat It from her project, Something for the Hotties. So let's jump into it, guys. Um, your thoughts on Megan Stallion's project? Any uh, any standout songs? Let's start with that. Any standout songs from Megan the Stallion's project, Something for the Hotties? The whole album. Look, look, look. I'm going to not be biased here. I'm going to do my best, but this is the best project that's out, period. Hip-hop project that's out, period, period. Every song is a club banger. Every song is worth listening to. I don't have nothing else to say, man. Yo, that's what's up. Kev, any thoughts? He's speechless. Ah. I can totally agree with what he said, I, and I'm shocked because I'm not the biggest of Megan fan. I, I, I always felt like she could do just a little bit more, but this was, I guess this is her element and her zone, and it, it's just something that just worked. I, I don't know if I don't listen to enough Megan, but it was just working. Like I mean, like she was flowing. It didn't feel like a hot girl. It didn't feel like she was on her hot girl-ish type stuff or whatever that she has going on. It was just a, it just seemed something, something just seemed different. And I mean, I played this a couple times and, and I was, I was almost afraid to tell my wife I enjoyed it so much. But when I told her, she just kind of gave me that about time look. So, um, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm very critical of Megan and, um, but yeah, I, I don't know what she did this time. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, different producers, a different studio feel, if it's this new boyfriend she has, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it was, yeah. It, it, oh man. It, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say it's the best out right now, but it could possibly be the best thing out right now. I mean, I get you not wanting to commit to that. It's the best out right now. But if you, you know, curl your lips to say that, I'll say, what is it not better than? 
Um, you know, and I don't I don't know if we have enough time for you to try to pull one out of that. Well, let me say this because it's not there. I think I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much because it had a mixtape feel to it. It didn't feel like an album. And I think that um, for me, mixtapes are more enjoyable than albums. And I, and, I, and and I didn't want to ruin the experience for me because I didn't even look and see if this was a mixtape or an album. It just felt like a mixtape and I enjoyed it. So I left it at that. If it's an album, I don't know. I, I'll be. I, I think her and Wale might be in the running uh, for best albums, but if it's just like best hip hop, yeah, it's the best thing in hip hop right now. I mean, but you argued the semantics of albums and mixtapes with me last week for thirty minutes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's irrelevant. You just said the flows was tight, the beats was tight. She was in a zone. Right. The 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 album is called Something for the Hotties. It's like her fan base, one of her producers, Lil Jew, who made however many beats on the record, knows that pocket that she wants to sit in, knows that sound that she's looking for. She got murder <laughs> beats on there. And But is this a guy she has worked with before though? Who, Lil Jew? Yeah. Yeah, like he, he produced almost not all the singles that she put out, but at least half of them. And Okay. He under, he, but he he just he's covered more production on this though than normal. Say it again. He did more producing on this than he normally does. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look and see the exact amount. But on this project, at least the first five songs or so are are his, like right in a row. So he's got that. Okay. And I've seen like you know interviews and videos of him online, like in the studio and stuff. Like he knows that pocket that she wants to sit in, and he might even be building the right. beats around her lyrics. You know that kind of like backwards working kind of thing. But he right right he knows the sound, and and she yeah. gets all over the beat every time. And and it's not just like slow motion trap stuff. She got some upbeat twerk stuff. She got even some upbeat like some of that throwback kind of Atlanta stuff, you know what I mean? Like, come on, ride the train, like almost that sort of tempo kind of stuff on there, which is tight too. Like, you don't have to just make sleepy trap for the whole record. Because you know what else? Even too, like, we need to acknowledge, it's 21 songs. And like, one or two, because like, the last one is like an outro. So maybe that doesn't count. And it's a lot of songs on there. So when I looked at it, I was just like, man, I don't know about this. But I was, But it didn't feel like a lot, though. But it didn't feel like a lot. I sat there and listened to the whole thing in one go while I was supposed to be doing something else. And I just couldn't stop listening to it. Like, man, it's fire. It's fire. Like, I'm actually, I got to play tonight. Like, I got a show later on. And I'm not sure which song I want to play. Like, I don't just want to beat him across the head with the whole record. But I might have to justifiably play three or four of the songs. Like, it's hot, man. It's hot. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm giving you credit. I'm, I, it is the hottest thing out right now. Hey man, hey! I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you, Jack. <laughs> it, I played it on twenty twenty one. I'm turning over a new leaf. <laughs> yeah, man. I just and and like I said, like and again, some people are gonna complain and say it's a lot of sex rhymes. Yo, it's a lot of sex rhymes on there. However, but it didn't feel like it though. I mean, again, like as some people gonna listen to lyrics more, some people not. But I'll give you that. It's a lot of sex rhymes. Yo, if you don't like. Like we said last week, vulgarity or some of the real like visual sex rhymes. Maybe it's not for you, but she's getting after every beat that she gets on. She's getting after it. And I I don't have anything bad to say about it. 
All right, here you go. Do 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 your thing, man. You've got the floor. Well, I do. He was waiting. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just here to say both of y'all are full of shit. You know, it's 21 songs on this album, right? Y'all got to prove to me that out of 21 songs, in order for it to be the hottest shit rolling, right? It's got to be over half. Got to be over half of the album that's killing it. So we'll take away the uh, the interludes, we'll take away the two skits, and we'll take away the outro. So that's four. That'll bring you down to 17. Y'all got to prove to me that out of them 17 tracks, she has at least half of the album that is straight fire. And I'm telling you, I listened to this as honest as possible four or five times this week, which was a horrible task because this album is straight trash. There are, a, I, give you, I give you five songs. I give you five cuts off this album that are hot. After that, what's the other 12? There's 12 that are the same shit over and over and over on some, there's some sleepy ass track songs. There's some, a bunch of Aggie shit. All she is doing is a bunch of Aggie-ness. And if it, the, the tracks that aren't Aggie, she's talking about how good her pussy is. I need some more. I mean, that's all I'm asking for. Give me something else. They, you are a multimillionaire who is being, uh, 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 being pushed in a direction that you are going to probably be the most powerful female rapper in rap within the next six weeks give me something else so i mean i don't want to just shut down your argument man but i literally just said people gonna say they don't like the sex rhymes and that's you that's you that's your only argument you just said that all of the songs sound the same that's not true because i just said that there's some trap tracks there's some upbeat torque tracks 90 to 100 and there's 130 speedy tracks so you can't say that they all sound the same because they don't all sound the same. There is some familiarity because there's 20 of them, but <laughs> she's getting after it, man. She's doing a lot of sex rhymes, but her raps are complex. Well, I mean, I don't know if complex is the right word because they're not like Eminem level, but like they're, they're, they're more complex than everybody else that's out. Let's say that. And, um, and she's flowing, man. She's in the pocket on every single track, man. And again, but, you just, but you're the same person who just played Flo Millie like two weeks ago, and this is not that far from that Flo Millie song. You know, I listen. That's funny that you say that. That's, that. that's funny that you say that. I listened to that Flo Millie song again because uh, we do this thing out here called Music Mondays, where we recommend tracks on Mondays for the clubs and everything. And uh, it was one of the tracks we put on the list, so I listened to it again a couple of times. And again, it's all right, but again, I, I'm still I don't like that line particularly you know which one the one about uh willy wonka or whatever oh uh, gold golden ticket but i'm not willy wonka <laughs> and <laughs> and you know what else I, I i put that in the back of my mind like i kind of forgot about it but when i saw flow millie i was like oh this that one song so i listened to it again and as soon as she said it again i just rolled my eyes like oh my gosh i can't believe she said that. <laughs> it was so dumb <laughs> but um i don't i don't hate that song i just like i said it would be like I would tweak it a little bit, but again, was she in the pocket like Megan? Did she put out a whole project where she was in the pocket and just thrashing every single beat? Like no. But again, if you don't like, you know what, uh, Mister B Wise, I might go as far as saying if you don't like this project, you just don't like Megan The Stallion because this is like this is what she does. This is her. And again, like I, 
at her like for real, for real, almost at her best, man. This is Megan at her best, and and that's wild, and that's wild because some of her other stuff too is fire. But uh, this and and the more you talk, and it this might be Megan's best album or whatever. But I'm telling you, it's a video on YouTube from when Megan was like 16, 17, and she was in this cipher with these dudes, and she blew everybody away and and at least two dudes in that cypher was signed at the time and it wasn't like you know that twerking stuff i mean it was a little you know she wanted to be a pimping dudes for money type of stuff but i mean it was it wasn't far off from what the duke the guys in that little cypher was saying but a 17 year old 10 10 12 years ago wasn't rapping as good as 20-something-year-olds or people who were signed. That I mean, that's just... We ain't talking about the 80s when LL came out at 16. He was just, just nice at 16 because he had to step it up, but I don't know. I still... Uh, yes, lyrically, I would expect more for her, but I, I don't know. I don't know what she did with her production. Her production just... It was just phenomenal. It was just... She had the right beats... And she knew what to do with these beats, and it all sounded good. That's cool, man. The production was That's- amazing, but you guys are dick riding. I'm trying to tell you that. <laughs> it's not. It's not that hot of an album. But you know, I, you know, I'm critical of Megan. I'm very critical of Megan. But I asked you guys, give me the, give me out of 17 songs, give me the eight that are killing the gang. And nobody giving me eight tracks that are killing the game the whole thing so that's what it, we just said the whole thing the whole thing it's not it's not that means that you guys love to hear chicks talk about scamming and and fucking and how great they pussy is that's why straight up right go ahead but 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 hold up the discussion we had the discussion we had last week was if well i i know i said it i said if somebody's beat is just good I'm, I'm not really going to pay attention a lot to the lyrics. I'll be totally honest. And and that's what it Hold on. That's I, my argument is that is that uh, Reaper pulled out Flo Millie's, you know, one rap that was. One line. He picked out one line. Okay. But he didn't say the song was bad. He, he, of, he was stuck on that one line, though. That's what I'm saying. But if you would, I, I assure you, if you listen to the way I listen to. Uh, Megan's project, you would hear them same whack ass lines throughout almost half the album, and that's all I'm saying is that she had whack lines throughout her album as well. I don't, I don't have the ear to pull out the exact words, but I'm like, what? Make no sense. Whatever she just said didn't make no sense, and I'm like, I move on, and I. But did she flow? Was she flowing though? It wasn't the line, or was she flowing? Have- if she wasn't flowing, then I could see Pip pulling out lines, but. She was flowing. I have never said anything bad about Megan's flow, Megan's talent. She is extreme. She's the most talented female rapper outside of MC Light that's ever been on the scene. The, ever? Ever. MC Light's number no. two. Megan's number two. No. Hands no. down, Megan's number no. two. She crushes, no. she crushes, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Nicki Minaj constantly. She crushes her. I'm trying you're, saying, you're saying Megan is better than Jean Grey. Oh well, no, we we not no. So Jean Grey is on a whole nother that that. 
But but you say a female though. Jean Grey's a female. You said female as ever. Let me exclude. Let me exclude four rappers then. Let me, I'm sorry, three. Let me exclude three. Well, you can't exclude them. Why? Put them on the list. Uh, they're on dude levels to me. Bahamadia, Nefertiti, and um, Jean Grey. They're on dude levels. Their uh, their skill level is high enough that they can compete with the lowest level dudes. So Megan can't compete with dudes. No. She can compete with the niggas that's out right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's her competition, though. Yeah, we talking about, if we talking about the greatest of all time, the top 10, the top 20, no. Top 20 of all time, she can't compete with. No. She can compete with everybody that's out now that everybody think is hot. Yes, she can compete with all them. But they're not, they're not, they're not in my top 20. There's only maybe, there's, right now, who's made an album this year that's, that's, that's fresh and fly, that's you know this that the that everybody under twenty five loves. There's only maybe two of them that are on my top twenty. That's it. So they can't compete. She can't compete with the rest of my top twenty. She can compete with two of my top twenty. Well, you just made the argument that she was top two and shot it down in ten seconds. So <laughs> no, no, no. I said she's top two female. But then top but two. then you proceeded to say that she's not top two because you named four other people that she's not better than. Wait, you're saying you're saying that Megan is better than Lil' Kim? But no, I'm just saying this that Wow. I would say she's better than Lil' Kim too. Yes. I mean, we're gonna assume Megan writes her own stuff. So I can give her that skill wise. I'm not saying what she puts out is better. There's Little Kim has no bangers. None. That's another subject. That's another that's another week. Let's move on to the next album. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on. Yeah, let's move on, man. You know what? Let's do... Uh, We're going to do stream or no stream and get up out of the because you guys are going into a rabbit hole here. Uh, 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 Reaper, stream or no stream on Megan's project. Something. Man, stream, stream, stream that thing. As soon as, like, as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, Whatever platform you own, go to your other platform that you use for music and pull up something for the hotties. Do yourself a favor, Jack. That's what's up. Uh, Kev, stream or no stream on Megan Thee Stallion, something for the hotties. It's a thumbs up. It's a yes for me. Yeah, I, I'm still shocked that I, I I can play this from beginning to end and don't touch the skip button. That's what's up. You see, and, and, and here, just for me hating, I'm still going to say that the project is worth a stream. All I'm saying is if the project was curated better and if it was a little bit shorter, it could be a winner. And my. It was only 45 minutes, though. That's not long. I'm not talking about the time. I'm talking about the number of tracks I had to go through. Right. And we've been talking about this, what, for the last three episodes about curation. And we've been talking about the song length. And, and here's the. Here, uh, I'm not going down this rabbit hole because we got to move on. But Reaper went on a diatribe about song. I mean, about the number of tracks on songs. You remember that, Kev, don't you? Yeah. However, however, <laughs> the number of tracks usually implies that the album is four hours long. Okay. It's 21 tracks on here, but he just said it's only 45 minutes. Like, it's not that long. Okay, well, see, that's I, I, I didn't remember you talking about the length of time, more so the number of tracks, because there's a couple artists who have put out 26 songs in less than 42 minutes. 
Well, that's cool. I mean, if it's because, again, if it's if a track is an interlude or it's like a lead in to another track or it's just a I'm a because there's a song on uh, Life After Death. that's like that. I'm going to just spit one verse, no chorus, next song. It's just kind of like, all right, that's cool. It counts as a track, but it might be 59 seconds or something like I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, again, again, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I do not hate on Megan. I want Megan to be as great as she can be. And she's allowing the record companies to manipulate her to do this. Come on, man. Don't don't start on that. man. All right. So we move it on now to our man. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's this this uh give a little bit of applause for uh, Megan's track, because, again, again, I, I I'm not a hater. I truly believe that this was a, a very uh, listenable project. It just wasn't at the level I want her to be on. So here we go. All right, and that was our review of Megan Thee Stallion's project, Something for the Hotties. Now we're moving on to our main man, Big Sean, with his project, What You Expect. And here we go with the track that we thought was most notable. I can't do no more, no fake bitch. I feel every time it says to my patience once I'm done. Damn, 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 damn. If I can't cut you out, I cut you off. Cut it. Being honest to you only left me scarred. I'm done apologizing for some shit that's not my fault. Really? Realize I need you all or none at all. Nothing hurts forever, that's just how the game goes. Can't be out here looking stupid, loving lame hoes. I know how to stay in shit way too long. And let it throw me off. Floor to a fall. Alright. And that was Big Sean's song loyal to a fault with bryson tiller and Lil dirk so let's jump into it man let me just say i, I gotta i gotta roll on this first because i know uh um there, there's gonna be some hate down the road but this is this is a quality project uh hit boy made some beats that were amazing he got stuck in uh the the trap world for about two songs but outside of that everything else was some of his best work and i really really enjoyed it I thought that this particular track with Lil Durk on it, I thought Lil Durk might have got Big Sean on this one. Not saying that Big Sean didn't show up and show out. He just, you know, this particular song. I loved a couple of the um, the, the lines from Lil Durk's verse with, that was really hot. Uh, Bryson Tiller did his thing. You know, uh, he's one of my faves, but just, you know, I just think that he could expand himself a little more as well. But overall, this was curated well. I thought that each song fit in extremely well. And I, I really, I, out of the six, this is, I, I don't know if they're calling this an EP or not, but out of these six songs, I, I really only saw two that were lacking. Outside of that, the other four were straight bangers. And I, I'm excited to hear what everybody else has got to say. Uh, what are your thoughts on Hit Boy and Big Sean's uh, project? What do you, what you expect? I think I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm sitting here two for two. Two people I'm very critical of, but two people who uh, put out bodies of work that I enjoyed. I thought Detroit 2 was some garbage, even though I know it went number one and a lot of people loved it. I'm not sure. I know Hit Boy executive, he was the executive producer on Detroit 2, but I'm not sure how much production he had on there. But it was, this is what, for me, what Big Sean needed. And I know I just 
not too long ago said Big Sean is wasn't that. He didn't really make really good albums, but I don't know if I needed to hear an EP from him to be like, okay, I, I, I dig this, or if it was just Hit Boy just doing all the beats that made me be like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a I recommend this, and and I was I'm shocked. I'm 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 shocked times two, and <laughs> for me being critical of. Uh, Big Sean also, and and to, to sit here and say that he put out a good piece of work, um, it's surprising for me, and I'm still like, I'm still in shock. Like, I can't believe I listened to a whole Big Sean project more than once, and and I'm sitting here listening to it, you know, a week or so later. Yeah, that's what's up, Kev. Appreciate that. I'm telling you, uh, I just again, I bumped this joint all week. Uh, on the way to work and it was very enjoyable left me in a good mood as I was walking into work so let's hear what Reaper's got to say Reaper what are your thoughts on Hip Boy and uh, Big Sean so I'm gonna do my best to not be biased one time for Detroit man one time for the west side all that Big Sean's my guy but I don't like it man I don't like it it's like Spoiler alert, I have to say give it a stream because it's my guy, but <laughs> it's how many songs on it? Six six songs or so? Yeah. EP. Six songs. The first two songs sound like one song. The drum pattern is exact same, and I don't know why they would sequence those back to back, but again, it also goes to a a, a, a question of beat selection. Why would you pick two beats that sound the same and make two songs that sound the same, I guess? That was Hit Boy's thing. And if you look at the titles, I think Hit Boy meant for these two songs to roll into one another. Maybe. What are, okay, let me look at Chaos and Intuit. Think about it. Look at chaos into it. Yeah, maybe you're right. Because I, I feel like there is a, a line or something that, that references... I'm getting into it. And I looked, I looked down at the phone like, is this the same song or did they change songs? But again, I mean, that's cool. But like, why not just make it one song? Or why not call it like getting, getting after the money part one and then getting after the money part two? I mean, I, I guess Kanye did that on Pablo. Um, I mean, I, I guess. But and then the next two or three songs sound the same. And then the last song is kind of like a rollover of the first two songs. I'm just like, I don't know. He did a track, a, a track. He did a, a record a couple of years ago with Metro Boomin. He did a production on every record or every song. And I just wasn't a fan of that either. Like, I don't know if he just isn't good at picking beats or maybe he shouldn't be one of those guys that just works with one producer on the whole thing. I don't know, man. I just, I don't quite know exactly what I don't like about it besides just it's short and maybe if it was longer it would be more versatility and three of the songs sound the same the other three of the songs sound the same and I'm just not a particular because we just talked about this with Megan like all of your songs can kind of sound the same ish but if you're a fan of how the same ish sounds then fine I guess I'm just not a fan of his same ish if that makes sense like outside outside of uh that one record that, that we played, uh, the Bryson Tiller rec record, is, is all right. And What a Life, the last one, that's probably the one I'm going to do for the club. But 
I'm really cool on the rest of the songs. I don't you know. didn't like Chaos? I mean, they're they're fine. I'm, I don't hate any of them. I'm just cool on them. Like, I don't know if I would, because I've listened to everything Big Sean has ever put out, even before he was signed and all that stuff. You know Big Sean and Finally Famous 1. I've listened to all that stuff front to back so many times. And just, I've had so much to choose at this point. This would probably be six or seven or eight on the list. I would pick a lot of stuff before I pick this. I got you. I'm with you on that. Okay. Now I'm definitely, I'm definitely with you on that. I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say this is his greatest work, but for this short EP, it was so pleasant. And like I said, like you enjoyed it as well. Uh, what a life ending off these six tracks. It just, it, it made you feel good as you was, it made me feel good at the end of it, you know, and very few tracks, I'm sorry, very few projects make you feel good at the end, you know, and, not the heart back at Megan's thing at the end of Megan's album. I, I just felt dirty. I felt ashamed. I was like, why? Did I waste oh my gosh, man. Go ahead with that. <laughs> <laughs> so listeners, listeners and listener land, you know, from that, he does not like the sex rhymes. If it's a sex rhyme artist past. I, I, and again, you know, I, you could be right on that. All I'm saying is that, you know, I just, you know, I, I, I really felt good listening to Lil Sean. I mean Big Sean and it was it was it was a good track, man. I, I mean a good project. Uh Hit Boy definitely uh had I think this was I'm not even gonna say concept. It's not a concept. I just think Hit Boy was in his zone and because of how things are done these days, he wanted to continue a beat that should have ended earlier and he continued it into the next song. And, you know, that he definitely should get some points off for that. But I still think uh, for the year 2021, this was a solid project for the, all the other things that are out. And um, let's move on to our stream or no stream. Kev, stream or no stream? Yes. It's a yes. Streaming. Streaming Big Sean's What You Expect. For me, I'm going in with stream. Stream it multiple times. Tell your friends to stream it. It'll make them feel good. It's a great workout uh, project, uh, workout project. Because again, I I worked out to it. I, I walked a mile, or maybe a mile and a half, and uh, really felt good at the end of it. Listening to this track, then we move on to Reaper. Reaper, your thoughts? Stream or no stream on Big Sean's project? What do you expect? Um, like I said at the top, uh, streaming because he's my guy. Again, one time for D Town Westside, but maybe just stream it once and. Go back and listen to some. Go back and listen to some of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, man? Before we get off this, uh, it uh, when I was listening to it, it largely made me question Hit Boy, and I'll tell you why. Because because I knew it. I knew it. I knew because it. Hit Boy, you know, especially recently the the Nas projects and this one, and he did something else that I'm that I'm missing, but it's just like. If you're going to collab with, you know, uh, Action Bronson did a project with Alchemist. Currency's done projects with Alchemist, you know, uh, Premiere and Gangstar, of course. Like, if you're going to, you have your sound, especially Premiere with the boom bap, with the scratches, with the samples. If you're going to do this for a whole record, that's cool. But every song can't be the same. You got to do something in there. And I just, I sort of question Hit Boy. For and even Metro Boomin on that other Big Sean project for letting them pick the same beats for six to fifteen tracks, 
Like how much of it is on Big Sean for being a bad beat selector selector? But how much of it is on Hit Boy or Metro Boomer for saying, Hey bro, like why don't you pick this one? Or here, try this one out. Let's just see how it sounds. Like, is that up to them? Because if it's I mean, I I'll I'll give you that point. I don't think Hit Boy is someone who can do a lot in a short period of time, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because again I mean, like, like, let's say last year he did King's Disease one last year. He did King's Disease two this year. He executive produced Detroit two. He had another album last year. He got this Big Sean one this year. He did the um, Judas and the Black Messiah. He did some stuff on there, and it was like two other albums. He did some stuff on, and it, and now like last year, it did sound fresher as opposed to this year, where it kind of sounds familiar. But every producer can't be involved in six to eight projects in 14 months. And it just sounds, you know, just sounds original or sounds slightly different than the one before. It's very few producers. Like Al- Alchemist, he's amazing. Alchemist is a better producer than Hit Boy, but... yeah. I believe Hit Boy had a better 2020 than Alchemist did. Oh, yeah, that's not a question. I mean, because you know what else, too? Like, I'd have to go back and look, but on Currency's collab project with the Alchemist, I don't know if Alchemist's name is on it as opposed to he just did all the beat. Like, Currency just dropped one with Harry Fraud, and the first one with Harry Fraud didn't have his name on it. It just, he did all the beats. But this one says, currency and harry fraud on the project on the listing i have at least it says big sean slash hit boy on all of the songs which means 50 50 right so that means he should just be more than supplying the beats and saying here go do your raps he should like have some say on the final thing and i just well I, i the problem with hit boy is he wants to put out a solo album and i think that's hurting him in some way because I think it's going to take away from the stuff he does with other people. Like, I, I, I don't like when artists, you know, get to a certain point and they'll be like, you know, these producers that can halfway rap, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't hit this point now. I guess I could do a solo album. Like, we don't want to hear a solo album from Hit Boy. Nothing against them, but who wants to hear a Hit Boy solo rap album, to be honest? Yeah. Is he going to rap? He raps sometimes. Well, I mean, maybe he's going to do a solo album, but like DJ Khaled style. He, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, he rapped on that. But I mean, is it going to be an album of him rapping or is it going to be DJ Khaled style? I think it's going to be both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 like I said, when I was listening to it, it, it partially made me like maybe because I said I, I still can't put exactly my finger on why I don't like it. I, I sort of tried to explain it a second ago, but. Maybe part of it is maybe part of it is Hit Boy. Maybe I think he's going to have some verses. I think it's not more. Yeah, I think it's more. It's going to be more like a Diddy song, a Diddy album than it is a, a, a DJ Khalid album. I mean, it's a little bit of both. Some of it is Hit Boy, but some of it is Sean too. Because Sean was his flow on some of them songs. It was like, why did you switch your flow up? <laughs> like it was. It was like certain songs he would. You know, half the verse, he hitting that stop and go, and it was kind of going. And then the last part of the verse, 
it was just one long run-on bar. And I'm like, just stop. <laughs> like, you could have stopped three, four bars ago, and it would have been a better verse, but you just rapping without stopping takes away. And I, I didn't get that. Like, it, it was, I don't know, it, it was throwing me off, but... I, I somehow overlooked it. I, I know we're I know we're on this nitpicking thing though, but <laughs> I overlooked him flowing on certain songs, even though it just didn't make sense. But yeah, I can see I can see where you're going with Hit Boy. It's it's his stuff is becoming stale. His beats are becoming stale. Uh, let me jump in with this and just say that you can't ask, and and, and that, that's this is problematic because even Prince couldn't do this. You can't ask a creative person to do what they asked hip boy to do over the last 14 to 20 14 to 20 months he's put out so much so much content you can't expect it all to be at a high high level that's what, but that's what i just said though i just said that and i'm agreeing with you and i'm saying right. this is where we are with 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 record companies and you guys don't want to roll with me. And I understand that. I know there are people out here, a lot of the listeners who do roll with me. Record companies find what's hot, what's selling. And they just put their foot on the gas and say, dude, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And that's just not how art is made. You cannot continue to push a artist to create something that is not all of what they're trying to do. They I'm not disagreeing with you on this record label having an impact on the type of material artists put out. I do feel like, you know, if you get signed to a label and the label say, we want you to make these trap beats, talk about getting high and having sex. And if you do that for two albums, sure, that's cool. But album number three, hopefully, you know, you signed a good deal so you can have a little bit more control in showing talent, you know, going a little different direction. I'm not saying it has to be conscious, but it doesn't have, everything doesn't have to be shaking my ass or, you know, I, I'm getting high today. I woke up, I got high. I went to the bathroom, I got high. I mean, that's, I mean, that's literally a good, number of the songs of that. It's just like, I got high doing this. I got high doing this. I got high doing this. And yes, there is no doubt about it. The record labels have something to say. I was just listening to the radio a couple hours ago and literally on regular radio, not no satellite radio, regular radio, the song, the guy in the song said, I had her wetter than something, 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 something. And I was just like, wait a minute. This is regular radio. This is not satellite. This ain't Sirius XM or Spotify, nothing. Regular radio. He's talking about having some girl wet and all that. Yes, you are totally right. But there does come a point where I feel like an artist should take more control of their career. And if you signed a bad deal, then that's on you. Because there's been many artists out here who got cheated and got robbed and, and you know gave so much advice on things to look for or how to approach the music business. And if you still in 2021 signing bad record deals, it's not a lot you can tell. It's not a lot you can say because yeah, a, a record label is going to give you $400,000 to sign a piece of paper, but that four, that $400,000, you owe that back plus interest. So 
You sign that deal, you in the hole, 800K. Now you got you got to sit here and you got to sit here the next six years to make 800K back. Plus, still making the same album yep. four or five times. So, I mean, I get it, but, you know, I, I mean, it's not a lot that you can really do, though, except not listen to it. And that's about it. But I don't know. I feel you on that, man. You know, it is what it is. Uh, again, as uh, as a reminder, we all said stream uh, Big Sean's project, and that was our review of Big Sean's project. What you expect? All right, and now we're moving on to our segment, the flavor. And our first song from the flavor is coming from our man Kev. And here we go. Like that, check it out. It go do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, girl. Can you hear the night falling? It echoes through the project alleyways. Yeah, it ricochets straight off the PJ. Bullets like straight bullets from the AK. Hear it, yo. Bang, bang, boogie, boogie, don't stop. Move your body, I, I, baby, pop. Yeah, yo, you doing it up for sure. Rocking baby back, caramel in them cornrows. You bless them sandals with the pretty toes. All right, and that was Kev's pick, and I'm going to let him uh, give the uh, name of the artist so I don't mess it up. Kev, what was the name of the artist? That's Janeiro Jarrell. It's um, from an album that came out in 05 called Three Piece Puzzle. But that was the the, uh, the song is Do Your Thing. You actually played the remix. That wasn't the original version. The original version is more of a boom bapish, more upbeat song. Um, but this was fine also. Um, yeah, he, he's, yeah, I saw him. I got, I, I got introduced to him at a, um, I think it was, was I at a, a Piper show? I think I was, I was, I was at a plat, uh, uh, plat pipe. What was their name? The plat Piper something. I'm not for sure. Gosh, it was these cats out of Philly. Plat something Pipers. But anyway, so yeah, I just been a fan ever since. And this, the original version is something I still play 15 years going. <laughs> I feel you. You said a group out of um out of New Jersey? No, out of Philly. Oh, out of Philly. Okay. I'm not being I'm not able to pull them up. I and that was a problem for me as I was unable to find a lot of their uh uh work. Uh, I should have uh, Apple pulled up and I could have probably gotten that original sound. So blame that one on me. But let's jump into it. Uh, Reeve, what are your thoughts on Kev's pick? It was it was cool. It uh, I I want to say it made me feel like a tribe track. I, I felt like I thought that's what it was. I felt like it was uh, some something that I had heard before. So uh, when you said the artist's name, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind if the rest of their record sounds like that. I wouldn't mind listening to that because I haven't heard of them before. Nah, three piece puzzle is a, is a is a man. I recommend three piece puzzle to anybody. If you can find it, you can probably find it on Bandcamp. Oh man, it, it's it's about fifteen years old, but it doesn't sound old at all. Yeah, that's what's up. I enjoyed it. It was hot for me. Um, I'm definitely going to uh, dig in the crates and see if I can find some more of their stuff. And uh, let's move into it with Kev. Kev, your choices for picking the track. You say what? Why did you pick this track for the flavor? It's 
I still listen to it now. Like, like I said, it's been 15 years, man, and I still rock it. I still rock the whole album a couple times a week. And it, you know, it's just, it, it doesn't feel old. I mean, like you said, it sound, it does have a tribe car quest feel to it. You know, it has a little bit of a, a rich Medina. I'm not sure people are familiar with him. It's, you know, it, it has a little bit of that, that Philly soul from the early 2000s, those cats coming out of Philly that was rapping, you know, with the roots and everything. But then even a little bit of the Detroit underground scene, like with uh, Black Milk and um, uh, somebody else whose name I can't remember, but it has that flavor to it. So, man, yeah, it's like I said, man, I still play it now. Like it just came out. Yeah, I feel you on that. Definitely, if I had this in my uh, repertoire, I would probably still be listening to it as well. All right, so let's move on to my pick, and here we go. I rock the coolest rhymes from here to Acapulco. I drive a Cadillac, not a played out DeSoto. Look, I'm finna pose, photographer, take my photo. Coolest back, in fact, I'm coming exact. This MC Breeze and King T and Poop on the track. So we all got together and thought of a freestyle. Gather around the stage and come see how. Pose go for what they know and get paid for it. And I'm on the long debris. All right, and that was my pick. King T with Just Clowning. So let's jump into it with uh, Reaper. Reaper, what are your thoughts on my pick, Just Clowning by King T? Oh, I've heard this track before. Uh, my father is a King T fan, and I've certainly heard this song before. Um, so what else can I say? It's a good track. If you're not familiar, pull it up and uh, do some listening this weekend. Yeah, that's what's up. Kev, your thoughts on uh, my pick, King T, Just Clowning? Oh, man. It's, well... I think we should preface this by saying that normally with the flavor, it's newer songs that people might not have heard of. But this week, we kind of went a little um, different direction, kind of shining some light on some older stuff that's still kind of like a a bop today. You know, I I, I loved it. You know, I loved it. Um, it's it's certain artists from the '80s that didn't really get a lot of shine, man. Like King T, Just Ice, Cool C, man. Oh man, and, and it's, it's these guys that you know. If I hear their stuff or I see their name somewhere, I'm gonna pull something out and, and, and you know spin it because it was good stuff, man. It just sucked that it was so many greats from the '80s that a cat like Cool T couldn't get the fame that he probably should have had, though. But uh, I loved it, man. I mean, it's I mean, it still go right now. I mean, it's very it's a very '80s sound, but it doesn't really. I mean, it sounds a little old, but it's it's not like it's not like I don't want to hear it again. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, it's a thumbs up for me. No doubt, I appreciate that, uh, Kev. Uh, uh, for me, man, uh, I played this actually as a little joke on uh, DJ Reaver, <laughs> his father, and I. DJ uh, 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 Slim, uh, what is it? Quick Slim, Slim Quick. <laughs> slim, slim, fast, fast. I'm so sorry. I, I messed it up. My one of my favorite people in the world's name, uh, DJ Slim Fast. Uh, he and I used to ride around when this joint first dropped, and we played this till the tape broke. 
that's how important King T was to us and his diversity. It was like, dude, this dude is from the West Coast? What? He's doing something totally different than what we, you know, he wasn't Ice-T, he wasn't uh, MC8, he wasn't NWA. He was doing something totally different. And we were like, whoa. And uh, we just played this thing till it till, till the wheels fell off of it. And uh, I see he passed it on to his son, so I really appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate uh, Reaper being a, a aficionado of excellent music. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. DJ Pooh, you got to give him love. MC Breeze. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah man. This is just, it's just it's excellence at his best, you know. Definitely, like Kev said, they just didn't get his shine like he should have. But it is what it is. You know, this is me, old head, trying to, you know, show some love to some people who didn't get the love they deserve. They didn't get their flowers when they needed it. All right. So let's move on to our man Reaper's uh, pick. And here we go. Sideways, I'm blazing up the path, running on the highways around. Choked up by the smoke in the charcoal. Plot of stamps and brands be like a barcode. I'm dashing all the media strikes to keep the media dykes. It's reinforcement for the fight. And that alone will keep Giancotti on the phone. I'm tangled in the zone, I got the bees on the track. Where the fuck you at? The cow. Let me hear your pigeons from your mouth now. Shut the fuck up. I'm plugging in them social skills to keep my total bills over a million. The last time I checked it, think- All right, and that was. Reaper's pick in Together Now by Limp Biscuit and my man Method Man. I'm gonna jump in first and just say, man, you know, this we're three for three tonight. Uh, these were three of the, of, of the this reminiscent songs for me. Uh, again, not knowing Kev's song, but still now I'm going to dig in the crate and definitely listen to all that they have in their catalog. Uh, uh, this one here means a lot to me because this is one of the one of the best uh, um, um, one of the best compilations that uh, you know two opposite groups getting together and putting it down you know limp biscuit was super hot in the 90s and method and uh, the wu-tang clan were crazy crazy hot in the 90s so when these two guys got together with their collabo it just turned into just pure magic and uh super appreciative to him bringing this to the flavor and uh kudos to um reaper for picking this one all right so let's jump into it with kev kev what are your thoughts on reaper's pick limp biscuit and method man's in together now uh, I, I've I've re- I've really really enjoyed it. Um, the the that opening chord, I thought for some reason the uh the Lost Boys came to my mind, but then when I heard them started rapping, I knew who it was right away. Um, it's something I used to listen to all the time. Um, and I and I don't know. I I want to say I'm surprised he picked this song, but like like you just said, he has uh an extensive you know his he he goes deep. But it's, it's a good song. So I, I, you know, I forgot about it. And damn, I, I forgot about Limp Biscuit. You know, you don't even hear about Limp Biscuit even in today's time with, you know, some of those um, older groups. I mean, you know, you, you still hear Everlast Name here and there. But yeah, Limp Biscuit, I, I forgot. I totally forgot about them. And I might have to go back and kind of uh, pull up their stuff and throw it on a playlist or something. But yeah, this was, it was a good choice. Yeah, no doubt. That's what's up, Kev. So, uh, Reaper, why did you choose this for the flavor? Why did I choose In Together Now? First of all, long live Fred Durst. <laughs> but, um, 
but yeah, man, take it back to 1999. Uh, Significant Other is the album. In Together Now is the song. There's a bunch of other bangers on that record, man. And to be clear, uh, Limp Biscuit is not a hip hop group. They did new metal, but new metal was a, a mashup of metal, you know, from the 80s, down tuned, and then it had like rap style lyrics over it. So it was like new NU metal, not NEW metal. And uh, other new metal artists, you could say Rage Against the Machine, you could say Corn, you could say, uh, what am I missing? That was uh, 311. Excuse me? 311. 311? But yeah, 11 has some rap on their stuff. Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. 311, somewhat. Yeah. But um, it was just, you know, it was a great time. And so, like I said, don't, if you're not familiar with Limbiscuit, don't go crate digging thinking that you're going to find a bunch of other boom bap stuff because it doesn't sound like that. But this particular track, because uh, <laughs> uh, even though Fred Durst was the leader of a, or the front man of a new metal group, he was very much ahead. A um, this song is actually produced by DJ Premier, if you don't know that. And you can actually jump on YouTube. Uh, Premier has a a new series, whatever you want to call it. Just type in DJ Premier uh, vlog or whatever, and he explains how he made certain tracks and the motivation or whatever. It's a really cool insight. Yeah. Um, One of the recent episodes talks about In Together Now, about how he didn't want to do it because Fred Durst is whack, right? Or, you know, (laughs) a Limp Bizkit is new metal. Like, I don't do that kind of stuff. But how Fred Durst really knew what was up and came in and showed that he had some of his mixtapes from like the late eighties and early nineties. And that he was actual head, you know, that kind of thing. And then method man got on it and blah, 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 blah. But, um, no, it was a combination of reasons. So yeah, I was watching Primo's, uh, YouTube series. I'm actually a big Limp Bizkit fan. I'll say that on air, man. Like Limp Bizkit was my jam, not even just back in the day, but again, long live Fred Durst. They just dropped a new album on Halloween called, uh, still sucks. And it's hilarious because they're like sort of playing into like how much Fred Durst gets trashed for whatever reason. Like at the time, because he, he's even talked about it on the record. Like, you know, y'all was listening to my music in 1999 because we sold like seven million records. Like y'all bought that record. But somewhere in there, y'all started teasing me about this white tee and this red cap. And now I'm sort of dressing a little bit different, but maybe I shouldn't. And he's like flipping over tables and talking all this trash and stuff. And it, it's really funny but it's actually a really good record man believe it or not um but we're not here to talk about new metal and limp biscuit but this song in together now is a banger i've actually uh it's one of my favorites to get on uh if there's some b-boys if there's some sort of pop lockers around it's, it's really upbeat it might be 105 106 and i've uh done quite a few b-boy jams quite a few pop locking sessions uh as the dj and i throw that on and they get out there and they're like oh they start doing the the top rock, the two-step and everything. And uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite ones to go to. Yeah, no doubt with that, uh, Reaper. Man, it's much appreciative, gentlemen, of these uh, uh, picks for the flavor. I hope that the audience enjoyed it. Man, this was a fun one. Uh, we definitely went down a rabbit hole on uh, the Megan joint, but it is what it is. <laughs> We'd like to thank the uh, audience for listening. We really appreciate you for uh, participating with us on our podcast uh, and tell you that we have some interviews coming up. We have some live streams coming up and a lot of stuff in store for you, some giveaways as well. And uh, just really, really thank the audience for everything, man. Without you, it would be no reason for us to be here. Uh, given, uh, oh, let me give a special shout out to 
uh, the UK because their numbers just popped up for us on uh, on the podcast. And just show mad love to the UK for uh, checking us out. And uh, we hope to uh, get you guys on a live with us and get some questions or some answers uh, from for, or, or some opinions on some of the uh, music that we play. Uh, we'd also like to say that we'd like we are looking for 20 something year old, either artist, DJs or producers that want to come on the show and uh, give their opinions and have a good conversation about hip hop with us. And you can reach us at under a groove network at gmail.com again that's under a groove network at gmail.com uh you can also follow us on social media at uh instagram mix era rap pod again that's mix era rap pod and you can catch us on twitter at mix era rap again mix era rap uh reaper tell them where they can find you at on social media uh, at the three one three kid t h e three one three k i d across all platforms Instagram Twitter Mixcloud if you like DJ mixes, yo that's what's up. We really appreciate it again, and we out of here. Peace. <laughs>